We're very thankful today to be joined on the phone line by Illinois State Representative Dr. Paul Jacobs. Representative, thanks for the time. Well, absolutely. Uh, we enjoy being coming by and saying hi. So there was a ton of bills passed out of the House and on to the Senate this week. Um, at least I think that's what I understand to have happened. Uh, do I even have that much right? They, they say there was close to 400. I, I, I'm not sure if that was for the last two weeks or just this week, but it was. we seemed to be there a long time last week. Um, this week was mostly resolutions, actually. Uh, the Senate hasn't passed as many bills yet. They, they were, uh, I don't know why, but they were behind in getting bills through. And uh, I know that with the, uh, we've got two weeks for Easter uh, off. Uh, they're still, I think they're still there today, but then I believe they're going to be off at the same time. And then when we get back, we'll be then going over all the Senate bills too. But the House bills came out last week and we, 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 we there were about 400 or so. There are quite a few. Were there any bills that really stood out to you? Well, it's the usual, the, uh, you know, open bathrooms, uh, non-gender bathrooms, all, all, so many of the things that uh, uh, we just didn't really think are that extremely important when we have the, the budget mess is going to be coming up. We're, we're not going to have any of the um, uh, money that was given to us through the federal government. Uh, they, they use so much of that money on the budget uh, or from, you know, in, in the budget for, uh, they put about a billion dollars in basically pork in every Democrat district up north. So, you know, we didn't have anything that we could pull down here, but we're trying to get some line items in there for, for special things that need to be done down here for, for just the people. Illinois State Representative Paul Jacobs is with us. We've talked about this in the past. I know that the um, force that you're trying to, trying to put together to look at what can be done with TAMS, uh, the institution of that was approved. Uh, has there been any other progress other than just the announcement of we're going to do this? Yes, the uh, it's going to the Senate. We do have to pass it in the Senate. It passed unanimously uh, bipartisan uh, in in the House, uh, and it is. Uh, we've talked about it uh, uh, personally, you and I, but it 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 entails a task force that is going to take this. $71 million project that is no longer going to be a prison uh, uh, and see if there's something else that we can do with it. That's one of the most important things I think for us to do is to try to get, uh, if we can't get these things back on the tax rolls, get get something that will work there. Uh, we're, we're in dire need of pediatric uh, mental health beds. We, we have none south of Springfield. Most of the kids are ended up going out of state and even up into Cook County that have problems and with, the, with COVID, uh, the way they did, I mean, there are a lot of kids that have a, a lot of problems that they're trying to deal with. But that's one of the thoughts. We're not limiting or, or saying we're going to use it for this or that or the other. Um, we've also come up with the idea that possibly we can use it for police uh, training, continuing training, or for, for fire uh, department's training. There's so, so many things that could possibly be done. Uh, e even if we were to have uh, the uh, university, they're part of it. The university, uh, Shawnee, community college, all of the different uh, uh, educational uh, entities in the area are involved in that task force also. I think if we can get something working there, it would be a whole lot better than I think just sitting out in the, in the, in the woods doing nothing. 
that's that's one of our we got that one passed. I was very pleased with that one. Uh, we also got a we I got another one passed that was uh, basically through the sheriff's department in Jackson County. They we don't have. 20 different uh, squad cars that we can depend on in, in the smaller counties like our counties. And, and and we're relatively, you know, we're poor counties. So for us to have extra cars for if we damage one or, or wreck it, it, it's almost impossible. So we got a bill through that allows the county to declare it an emergency. You can have an emergency, but many times squad cars do not count as an emergency. They, they, they have backups but if we don't have a, a, a car out reasonably soon 24 48 hours we don't have a, an officer out on duty in those cars so that bill passed that's that's got to go through the senate also but i think that's going to be okay uh we're, we still have our resolution for the southwest connector which we had talk, talked with uh, uh speaker welsh about which i'm i'm hoping that will get uh through uh, it's it's something that's just an, an additional item that will hopefully maybe help get that done so we can bring more businesses down here through through the highways. Representative Jacobs, I noticed there was a Senate bill that passed about the nuclear power plants and lifting a moratorium on the construction of new nuclear power plants. Have you had any time to uh, look at that uh, particular concept? Oh, I think it's, yeah, it's absolutely essential. We, we, we're already killing our coal down here. And without the, I don't know where they'll get the electricity that does so much of the electricity for the northern part of the state. And if they end up having trouble bringing in electricity by, by eventually closing, I know there's many problems. Tom Ed has had so many problems with the, the, the whole electrification up there. Uh, but we, we've got good nuclear power plants that can continue to work. Let's let them go ahead and continue to work. And I think that's basically what the bill is, is about. Uh, I, I would be on board with that. Matter of fact, I think I co-sponsored the one in the House. Uh, it, it's, uh, it's, it's another one of those. Ener- we're going to run out of energy. Uh, it's all well and good to investigate solar and wind and, and hydro, you know, hydroelectric, whatever we can. But I, I don't think that we want to just go to one item, one solar. That's all we're going to have is solar. We're not going to have enough energy. It's just not going to there's not going to be enough energy. Well, and not to mention the fact that you mentioned coal at the start of that conversation. And, you know, if we were to be able to build one or two what they call mini-nukes, they're not exactly the same as what we think about the old giant nuclear reactors, but these are the types of places that can create good-paying careers for people. Absolutely. Those those projects are being used throughout the world, and it, it, it makes complete sense. Uh, they're, they're much smaller, and they're smaller investments. Uh, the people can afford to at least build the things, and then we would have reliable, good energy uh, that isn't polluting. I think that the, uh, the people that really get uh, radical about the pollution consider the nuclear waste is is tremendous but you know if we if we put every bit of nuclear waste in one little spot it wouldn't even it wouldn't even fill a stadium a football stadium i mean it 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 can be put underground it can be put safely and it has been uh moved around the united states safely and has arrived where it's supposed to be for storage and eventually i'm hoping that we would end up being able to utilize that uh, waste product for something else. And science is going constantly. I mean, we're looking at better solar. 
We're looking at better wind. I think wind is, is, is falling behind. Uh, but we're looking at many things that could help. That Those little mini plants would be just great, I think. Representative Jacobs, um, this is sort of a out-of-the-blue question, but uh, is there anything that has surprised you about your time looking back uh, since you were elected to the state representative position, whether it be about the the process or the the culture of Springfield, anything at all stand out to you about uh, the experience so far? You know, I think if I had to put it in one one statement, many people, when when they listen to the news, many people think that there's absolutely no cooperation between the Democrats and Republicans. But we passed ninety four percent of the bills. Uh, for the good of the people, 94 percent of the bills are bipartisan and unanimous. But then when we get to the ones that the people there on the progressive side, the, the Democrat side, know they know my stance on pro-life. They know my stance on balanced budget. They, they know my stance on Second Amendment. So we don't discuss those things. They're not going to be fixed with with the Democrats in entrenched as they are. We do talk about them. We do talk about, you know, the Second Amendment rights. It's a right. It's not something that you can take away. We talk about pro-life because it's not something you can take away. But the press grabs those things and just beats them to death when we have a lot of things that go well. And I, I, I had to learn that. I thought it was just simply just beating your head against the wall and you have no cooperation. And we do. Uh, I think that that's one of the biggest things you hear people, constituents go, well, they don't work together like they used to. Yes, yes, we do. Actually, so many of the good bills that do come out. And I'm hoping that the ones that we've talked about, the, the nuclear power, I think some of those will end up being bipartisan without a doubt. I think they realized that the energy bill was not the end all uh, to, to, to get us out of a, a, what they consider an energy problem. But I, I think that that was one of the things that was amazing to me is that there is actually, well, I've had bills together, the catalytic converter bill that we did last year, uh, I did with LaShawn Ford and that, you know, that he's, he's as progressive as you're going to get on the, on the left side. Um, and, and I'm considered to be fairly right sided. So, you know, we do things together. I've had a couple of bills, uh, well, the resolution with the Southwest Connector that that has Jay Hoffman, one of their leaders, on that with me. So I mean, it's we do do things together, and I think that was maybe a little bit more surprising to me than much of the other things. Um, very very interesting concept, though, that we passed that many bills together. Representative Jacobs, uh, do you have any major April Fool's Day jokes planned for tomorrow for friends or family? Well, I tell you what, I hadn't even thought about that. We've been working. <laughs> We drove back late last yesterday to get home, and, and uh, no, we're we're actually I don't have any jokes. It's, <laughs> but I think it, I might have to think of something that would be pretty good. Uh, I, but I don't know. We're we're going to go. Uh, we're going to go over to John A. Logan here at uh, this afternoon and and uh, help Joe and Glenn Pichard kick off the uh, the, the their children's. Um, group to help abuse kids. I think that's important. But that's not a joke. That's a very serious issue. And I think uh, people people have gotten behind that. Uh, both, you know, Republicans, Democrats, Independents, I mean, it, it's something that is helpful. So those are the things we're going to do. And and then I think we have uh, we have a couple of uh, uh, Lincoln Bay dinners and a number of other things tomorrow. So it'll be good. Representative, thank you so much for your time. We hope you have a great weekend. We'll see you soon, Will.